0: what's going on everybody and welcome to the level with you show my name is wiley olmstead and this week i am joined by everybody full crew tyler hadley the phantom producer how's it
1: going everybody
0: the artistic one himself anthony george how's it going certainly not last
2: or certainly last but not least oh i messed that up the sub-zero hero kenny castro what's up what's up everybody but honestly i'm not the last one introduce yourself wiley our host. Did I not say it? Oh, my name like is Wiley
0: Olmstead. Okay. <laughs> the hostess just the host. I,
2: I need. A, I need a nickname though, Wiley. You just said I'm Wiley Olmstead. Everybody else got a nickname. What's the oh, about? You can't give that, a The uh, Broadway Vic didn't name him Smiley Wiley, so let's go with that. With our with our <laughs> main host, Smiley Wiley.
0: All right. Well, we, that's a work in progress. I'm not. So I'm not... <laughs> <laughs>
2: We're
3: working on the name. We'll get the, We'll get back to you in three to six weeks.
0: Yeah. Um. If you didn't know, this is a weekly video game podcast where the three or four of us get together and talk about, you guessed it, video games. We've certainly been playing some new ones, fresh off the presses. We've got some Bowser's Fury to get to, some Persona 5 Strikers, Uh, a little touchback on 13 Sentinels and Little Nightmares 2, but that's coming in just a little bit. Before we get into that, we'd like to encourage you to join our Discord. You can learn how to do that by looking at the video description below. If you're listening on a podcast service, Check out the YouTube video, find it there, you can engage with us, talk with us on the regular, play some games, have some laughs, stuff like that. You can give the video a like, or a share with your friends even better, and hit that subscribe button. Okay, and why don't we just get into what's going on in our lives, how are people doing, how's, uh, how's work, how's the kids, how's the wife?
3: Uh, my kids are great. Uh, wife, you know, she's a bitch, but uh, what can you do? a <laughs> <laughs> ball and chain, chain, right? am I right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've been working on my 401k, uh, exemplary taxes. I got the man cave getting ready for the big fish game this Saturday. I guess I'm doing pretty good.
0: <laughs> All <laughs> right. You got to love it with uh, Anthony. Off the cuff improv. Good stuff, man.
3: <laughs> but I'm, I'm doing good. I woke up early. Uh, actually, today is the first time I woke up to pee at 4, 4.30 a.m. today, I know, shocker, Um, but I couldn't fall back asleep, so I ended up saying, fuck it, I'm going to go work out, and did, and now I'm really tired, but I feel good.
0: So when you work out, what's your routine?
3: Uh, I usually do some stretches first, so I do like maybe 15 minutes of stretching, get all the, you know, do the old cross-country stretches back in, I spread the legs, I go left, right, middle, Uh, do the up-down, and some arm stuff, and do a couple legs, and sit down, stretch the bottom legs. Then uh, I like to alternate between doing push-ups and uh, jackknives till uh, I want to throw up. And then I do, uh, the weather's nicer. I can't wait to start running again outside. It's going to be
0: nice. I cannot wait to get back on the bike in particular. Oh,
3: yeah. That's what I've been doing, and it is hard. I never give enough credit to people that do the the elliptical. Yeah, it's elliptical, right? The bike? And the gym?
0: They call the bike spinning.
3: Spinning. Cause those yeah. are, we, got a, we got a bike here, a stationary bike at the house my roommate bought.
0: Is it one of the fancy ones, like a Peloton?
3: No, it's just like, sit there, kind <sighs> of, maybe a little plastic thing for just your Just stationary. Phone, just stationary, but it works, it works the hell out of these thighs, baby, I'll tell you.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, myself, I've finally been able to get back into Ring Fit. I was talking with the guys before we went live about this a little bit, but after we, I went skiing, which we talked about on last week's episode, I realized that I am not an ideal skiing candidate because if you know me or if you pay attention to the way people walk, which you know most people listening haven't <laughs> watched me walk, but uh, I, my feet kind of stick out to the right. They're not straight. You're like a your pigeon toed. I guess. And when I try to walk straight, it just doesn't feel right. So when you're trying to keep your skis straight, You're sort of forced to do that, so I'm putting this extra strain on myself for, you know, three hours when I was out there trying to climb up, you know, hills and just keep my bearings, and it was about five, six days where I was pretty out of commission doing anything that took any sort of exertion, so glad to be able to to ring fit again, so, yeah.
2: What about you, Kenny?
0: You, uh... You been working out, are you watching any good animes? What what's new with you?
2: Um, you know, I had some workouts here and here and there at home. Um as I've you know, it's been dabbling with the idea. I got approached to come play semi pro football again and I was like, wow, I haven't played anything like that in forever. Wow. Um, throw the pads back on. Maybe maybe make make one last little little fun play with the with the traveling traveling football team, but not oh, sure
0: I'm, there. That's crazy, man. I, I what you this would be full full contact tackle and everything,
2: yeah. Pads, helmets, everything. Yep. Nice
0: dang, don't get hurt,
3: yeah. <laughs> On purpose, that's what
1: yeah. I call it. <laughs> yeah.
2: And you're, if I recall, a defensive player, yeah. I love playing defense, I love doing the hitting most of the time. <laughs> Right, right. Except for when you're getting run over by the running back or somebody. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. mm-hmm. Um, But no new animes. Um. No, 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 no. Well, no, actually, let me rephrase that. I did jump through and binge through the first season, or at least the episodes that are available of Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm,
0: good choice. Yep.
2: This is one that Tyler recommended
0: in the Discord, right?
2: I believe yeah, he did. At one couple, more, a couple yes, weeks
0: yep. ago, yeah. Yeah, and this is on. Where can people watch it? Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll, the, the oh, serious yes, anime as, streaming service,
2: as, as well as HBO Max. Oh, nice! Well, HBO, HBO Max, Max is, is killing it, dude. Yeah, Honestly, HBO Max has been picking up all of the Crunchy. You go to, you can go to their Crunchyroll collection and oh. check out a lot of a lot of popular Crunchyroll <laughs> animes that are there. Yeah, because okay. I think. I think Jujutsu Kaisen. I can't remember. is
1: is that a is it a Crunchyroll original or?
2: I believe it is a Crunchyroll original. Yes, it is.
1: Yeah, they've been putting out some good ones.
2: Yeah, they mm-hmm. have. That one's pretty good, and and it's dubbed in on, on HBO Max, so wow. I enjoyed it. Yeah,
1: I think they have oh, like yeah. the first season and a half or something like that
2: dubbed. Yeah, at least on HBO Max, I think they had about fifteen episodes there. I watched that, uh, ran yeah. through that, and then i just started while work are in between while working today just had it in the background watching it while doing some work um Hidoro doro on netflix oh uh, yeah dodo, is it is that is that what you mean Did dodo hidro or something do- yeah. Uh, d- yeah something like that dodo
1: dodo yeah. do- 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 Doro doro, do-ro-
2: <laughs>
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) That one, one I was like, oh, Lizard Man and all these sorcerers and all this other stuff. I'm like, this is interesting. Yeah, that was pretty good. I fell off it, to be honest.
0: Maybe I'll give it another chance. It just got a little too weird. And I was like, that's
3: interesting.
0: The more weird it gets, the more I love it. I've been, I watched all 11 episodes now, I think, that are out on Attack on Titan season four. Mm -hmm. And it's just so good. It's, the storytelling is so. Bold, telling it from other people's perspectives and subverting your expectations and just top-notch action as well as just beautiful, poignant animation in the quieter scenes. I I think it's like... I know it's a new animation studio. I think it's the best it's ever looked. It's really great. Um, And then last night, Elena and I watched (coughs) Judas and the Black Messiah. Definitely highly recommend that one um crazy story um it's one of those when you you know it's a based on a true story and a lot of these films will end with so where are they now type of thing you know where the 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 text um say like they lived in prison until they were 70 and then they died um the the realizations of what happened to these characters is nuts and just um, definitely recommend checking it out before it's gone. HBO Max is what made me think of it. What's I think it's the up there.
3: about? Like, what's the premise of it?
0: Uh, the premise is it's about the Black Panthers in the late 60s slash early 70s in Chicago. And um, somebody, uh, a car thief, gets a deal with the FBI to infiltrate them and to learn as much as they can about them. And about the organization and in particular their uh, leader. And, you know, he ends up sympathizing with them and uh, is very, you know, he's a a rep and he uh, you know, it's, it's tough to watch at times because you're, you're rooting for, he's the protagonist. So you kind of are rooting for him, but you know that he's really doing a dishonorable thing and on the wrong side of history. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, definitely, and it's got like everybody from Get Out. It's got the, the, oh good wow. Um, the main character—I forget the actors'
2: names. I, I should know. Daniel, them. Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. And, uh, and Lakeith oh, okay. and Lakeith Stanfield. Hell oh, yeah, are the main main actors in the in the movie? Yeah. Right. Who are love, both in that I love film. Lakeith.
0: And there's also a cameo Lakeith from. He
3: played the white black guy. And get out yeah yeah lakeef is the one
2: that 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 that's like brainwashed yeah. and stuff the one that gets grabbed in the first five minutes of the movie yeah
1: he's in sorry, sorry to bother you
2: yeah he, he's amazing in that one too
0: and even his friend from get out you know the the sort of the comic relief character yeah, um okay. the tsa agent he makes mm-hmm. an appearance which which was wow. fun to see um So, yeah, that's our gaming and life talk. Why don't we jump into some video games? Did I say gaming and life talk? I (laughs) remember. Yeah. Life's a game. All right, let's talk about some video games. So, big uh, Persona fan down here, Phantom Producer himself, still waiting on his physical copy. It's here. It it is here. I got the notification. It's on my Uh, uh, doorstep, most likely. Oh, nice. I'm
3: going to jump out of there before someone in Chikabee decides to steal it.
0: So, if Tyler signs off early, we'll know why. Um, he's going to be playing that persona, probably a beat by next week's show. <laughs> but, uh, Kenny, you got the deluxe edition and were able to play it a few days early. That is think, crazy. Uh, word of mouth has been pretty positive. A lot of people saying it's essentially Persona 5 2 with a little bit, uh, with a different type of battle system and a more of a sort of condensed story. So, that sounds. Awesome, sitting somewhere in the mid 80s on Metacritic. Uh, what are your thoughts so far?
2: Honestly, you know you can't go wrong with Persona Five, man. But <laughs> those, those characters are—you got—you have to be—you have to really be a horrible team. Whoever gets given it and then drops the ball has to be the worst team possible, because um, that <laughs> set of characters, especially when you're fo- just adding on to the story, um pretty sure they're given a good outline of what to do and how to go about it. And you know when you look at the Mushu games and what they've been doing with some of the licensed Mushu games, like they've been getting real creative with the battle systems and how, how it goes. I know Anthony played Age of Calamity. Um, and that doesn't play like a regular Dynasty Warriors game. And this one, far from it as well. I know Tyler played the demo, so he already knows what to expect when he jumps into it. And I, I, I fell in love. I, I didn't play the demo. I saw Tyler play it in some of the early reviews I saw that were spoiler free. We're talking about we're comparing the battle system to almost like a Kingdom Hearts battle, battle system. And I have to agree completely. And wow. that and that made me fall in love even more, you know, because it's just free flowing. I'm just rolling around and whenever I want to pop an ability, you know, I hold my right or my R1 and you know I'll aim it, pop it, and then just keep rolling from there. And I'll dash with the with the R2. And I can switch party members with the with the with the directional buttons, you know, okay. press left, switch over to Ryuji. Um, you press right. Yeah, you get full control of them and, and their abilities when you switch over to them. Which is the way to do their Baton Pass as well. Is that yeah, you know cool. they that so they incorporate the Baton Pass from the regular mechanics into it. So you know you're able to do that. You got your all out attacks as well that you can do to you know uh not just the one enemy but to the whatever whoever's in that. Into within a certain diameter of you, of that center of the attack, you'll bring all of them in and do an all-out attack on all of them, and then you get your over-the-top attack, which is the showtime attack, which is amazing how how it looks and how it's performed. So so far, I've, I've bumped into some some mini mini big big characters who have some big big bars, and you know I like how that you go about some of those battles, right? Um You you have to break down like their guard up to up until you're able to actually pull off an all out attack on them. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, so you're assuming I'm assuming you start the game with the full gang of thieves, right? No, it's in that
2: so pre just starting off, it just acts as if there's no Persona Five Royal, right? It picks picks up from at the end of five, right? In that summer, after you've saved everybody and, the, the you know, you're just hanging out with the crew, everybody went their ways and kind of come back together real quick. And so it, it just acts like that new character that got introduced in Royal doesn't exist. Royal never happened. You know, all the extra stuff that Royal introduces, introduces you don't really need. So if you're worried like, hey, maybe I didn't get to do the, third, the, the last semester in Royal, you know, should I jump in? You don't, don't have to worry about it. They're leaving room for DLC.
0: Thing, so that's mm. like kind of—is Persona Five Royal canon or no? I don't know. Yeah,
2: that that doesn't put it into question. So if this is canon, then ro- then it makes Royal not canon. Well, hey, I guess
0: we'll see there. Yeah, we'll see.
2: I'm sure they'll add DLC to it to be like, "Hey, remember when you
3: bought the next game? Well, it's back. You can play as Hot, <laughs> Persona Berlin. Five
0: Strikers, Royal." <laughs> oh, that, I really wouldn't be
3: surprised. I would not be surprised.
0: Seriously. If um. So, that there's like six or seven Phantom Thieves.
2: So, are they all on the battlefield at once? No, you only go with four. Four. Okay. So you That's bring true. four. So it's you and three more. Um, just like you would have in the regular game, where you only make up your party of three other people. Right. Can you actually
3: Definitely. play as in this one?
2: No, she's still a guide.
3: <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> um,
1: so is it is it the same want... kind of like uh like level up mechanics and like are there accessories and like things like that that you can equip different items and does it show the different items as you like equip them to the characters? Like, do they, is there like a a f- like aesthetic. a physical, yeah, aesthetic difference between mm. weapons and things
2: you know what's what's funny I haven't I haven't paid attention enough for that because I'm just I'm I'm get so caught up in just flowing through the fight and just going zipping from right one different
3: knife, knife. can you can tell if it was a different black knife or a gray knife
2: come on you can you can't, you can't tell if talking... Ryuji
1: has a lead pipe or a baseball bat or
2: <laughs> so I'm a, I'm gonna be honest right now it's it's at a point where it's the battles are so easy that I really don't need to be uh, switching characters um I throw through it so easily with, with Joker right now at this point in time. I haven't really even taken on the first um, palace palace boss, right? Ooh. Okay, so you're so, still pretty early
0: on. Can you are you getting a sense of what the story is, or is yes, it yeah? So,
2: so, it, so. It, so it's kind of like try, starts introducing you to the story really quickly as it also introduces a new party member right away as well. Okay. New okay. party member. And yeah. you, get, you get that new one right away once you enter the Metaverse.
3: I, say, I think I know from the cover here, it might be a mysterious character we don't know. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Wow, you have it too, Anthony. Have you played it yet? <laughs> no, I, spent, uh, I was going to say, my story for today is I after I worked out and got up and was an early boy, I went to like six different places looking for this thing. Wow. I finally found it.
0: Where'd you find it? Where'd you find it?
3: Oh, I, I cut out.
0: Oh, okay. Anthony's cut out sorry, for a I moment? Cut,
3: yeah. Just, I, got the, I got lost in the Persona 5 scramble, you could say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, guess... Apparently, GameStop, since of everything that's going on in Texas right now, all their shipments are delayed. So everywhere around here, they didn't have any copies of it. Any GameStop. Oh, wow.
0: Interesting. Only uh, up to Springfield. Hope, if we have any Texas listeners, that you're doing okay. Um, any updates on your relatives, Tyler? um i i
1: guess it's like back to like 70 degrees there so i mean it seems like they're doing fine uh
0: okay so i guess we'll hear more next week from tyler and anthony as well as kenny on persona 5 strikers Uh, i picked up super mario 3d world plus bowser's fury for the switch um 3d world originally came out in the wii u i think in 2013 very well received good game Uh, linear in its structure. You're kind of selecting levels on a map just like you would in Super Mario World. And, you know, you get from point A to point B, one to four players. Um, The co-op works pretty nicely, better than it does in the 2D games. You have that extra room to navigate. Um, I watched a really fascinating video about the level design in Mario 3D World and just Mario games in general over the last few games, which made me appreciate it more. I have always thought it was sort of a more of a vanilla and more forgettable one of Mario's adventures, but watching that kind of changed my mind, and I'm kind of going in with that with a new perspective, uh, playing it co-op with a a friend of mine. Um, But Bowser's Fury, what I really want to talk about. So Bowser's Fury is the all-new game, and it is sort of a nice companion piece, makes the, you know, 60 bucks for a 7-year-old game, not sting really much at all, because it's pretty darn good value. It's um, so it takes all the gameplay mechanics from 3D World, meaning you got the cat suit, you got um, the same power ups that are not the cat suit, uh, and it Double just cherry
3: ice skate. Chew. Yeah,
0: exactly. Thank you. You got the ice skate. I haven't run into any cherries yet, but I'm guessing I will. There's that box that's sort of like a, a propeller. We can get really high oh, yeah. up. Get yeah, a little
3: head box thing. That...
0: So the thing about this game, though, is the structure is it's sort of open world. Um, It's you start out on this little island. There's a few different cat shines for you to find. And shortly after that, you get the little dinosaur that you could ride on the back of in 3D World. I I know it sounds like Yoshi, but this is a water. Yeah,
3: Plessy or whatever. Yeah,
0: that's what is it? Plessy? That sounds right. I hope so. But uh, so she's sort of your uh, vehicle between traveling these different islands. Um, as you are playing the game, uh, the, a big kaiju Bowser will appear. It's sort of the, the the point of the game is to is to get Bowser back to his normal silly dinosaur self and not this raging giant kaiju. Uh, Bowser Jr. is the one that enlists you to help him, and he's sort of your. Constant Companion, and if you want to play this in two-player mode, the other player would play as Bowser Jr. haven't tried that yet. Um, So every about 10 minutes or so, this giant Bowser will appear. And what you can do is you can run over to one of these giant bells uh, that are sometimes activated, sometimes not, and turn yourself into a giant cat Mario, so you can go toe-to-toe with Giga Bowser kaiju bowser and he's got a big old health bar if you get get a ground pound on him it takes a fair amount or if you don't want to run over to the cat bell you just want to keep playing the game his attacks are pretty easy to avoid and you can uh get a shine and that does a little bit of damage to him so there's a little bit there's been a few times where i'm like "Eh, i'm just gonna wait two minutes i know bowser's about to be here and then i can just get this shine and then i'll get him out of my hair and it'll do some damage it's sort of a interesting cat and mouse dynamic there. And there's also some places that only his fire-breathing lava can open, so you're trying to bait him into opening a certain thing here. Uh, Only played it for a a couple hours, maybe three hours, and I have 27 of the shines. I believe there are 100 total. So it's pretty brief, but it's really solid, and um, it's, it's given me that feeling of that that I was experiencing a little bit playing 64 last week of wow there's really just so many ways to go at this like the 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 openness of the levels and finding secrets is just really satisfying I feel like they're all over the place you know you feel like you did something cool when you find a little shortcut that may or may not have been intentional it just got that 3D mario magic which is uh which is cool so yeah.
3: Awesome. Is, is there, are you always on a timer, so you know when Bowser's gonna like show up? Is it like a ten minute kind of thing?
0: Oh, it it sort of just uh, happens organically in the game. I will say that I do think it happens maybe a tad too often. It's probably mm-hmm. every like, I don't know. Maybe it's not the same amount, exact amount every time, but it feels like seven, eight, nine minutes, and he's there for one or two. And you know, that's just my guess. Maybe it's twelve and. Mm-hmm. I'm just miscalculating. I haven't set a timer yet, but it's not too bad when he shows up. Um, Some cool heavy metal music plays. The weather changes dynamically wherever you are on the map, which is pretty neat. So, you know, you'll be trying to platform up this big section and all of a sudden it'll be pouring rain. There'll be fireballs flying out of the sky. And it's just kind of neat how that weather system uh, changes that, you know, you don't usually have dynamic weather in a Mario game.
3: Yeah, Is so when you do enough damage to him, does he just, like, frig off for a while? Is he just, like...
0: Yeah, so there's been... I've only gotten... I think I've depleted his health bar once, and Bowser Jr. was like, well, we slowed him down, but trust me, it's gonna take more than that to stop my papa, type of thing. <laughs> Daddy, uh, Daddy's
3: mad. Daddy, Daddy popped a tire on the highway, and he's, he's taking it out on me.
0: Yeah, it is nice to see Bowser Jr. sort of get a semi spotlight on him. I feel like he's sort of always forgotten. not portrayed in a good kind of light. Yeah, forgotten yeah. or just like, I don't know, he's sort of the bastard child of Bowser. Yeah, yeah. he got, um, he got one game. What, what was his game? Sunshine. Oh, what was he in Sunshine? He was like the main uh, antagonist. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah it's been a long time. I do remember yeah. him holding a wand or, or a paintbrush.
3: Does he use the same paintbrush in uh, the Bowser's Furry? Yes,
0: paintbrush? I think actually. I think that's what he's hitting enemies with. I never made that connection.
3: That's pretty cool.
0: And it's kind of it's kind of fun. You can change how much you want him to assist you, like not at all, a little, or a lot. <laughs> and I've been having it on a lot because it's just really fun to watch him <laughs> run ahead and that's Cool. That's like
3: actual partner. That's really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is neat. So I don't know. I might switch back down to light, but uh, anyway, so pretty positive on that. Bowser's Fury comes with 3D World. Unfortunately, you can't buy it a la carte, but um, 3D World's worth revisiting if, if you Definitely that haven't is. played it or it's been seven years.
1: You haven't tried any of the co-op features yet?
0: No, I haven't tried them. Oh, well, just for 3D World, not um, Bowser's Fury. And cool. It's it's, it was just local with me and, me and Robbie um nice work work good um so what's going on with 13 sentinels tyler i know Yo, you're we're pretty done deep
1: into it. we're done with we're it,
3: it. Rap.
1: it's okay. a wrap rolled credits uh finished all the battles you finished all the to. stories uh what else can i say about it it's so i mean it's so hard to talk about the game without spoiling anything because it is so narrative driven um I will say when, once you finish the game, it opens up uh, another area of battles, which I'm not sure what the purpose of is. I haven't actually gone back to it since I rolled credits. <laughs> that's kind of like, that,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, That's kind of like one of the things that I have when it comes to games. Like once I roll credits, I'm like,
0: all right, I'm done. Pretty can much, finish? yeah. That's part of the reason why I'm like doing everything I can in Ring Fit because I'm like, this is my main source of exercise. I can't beat it. <laughs> um, but. So the story, does it live up to everything it's building up? Because myself, I'm 10 hours in, and there's so many threads going on. I want to continue the story here, but I got to go play as another character. And it's kind of feeling like, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm wondering if the payoff's going to be strong enough for me to, you know, spend another 15, 20 hours with it
1: yeah I mean for me, I, I would say it pays off. Um, there definitely are a number of times where you're going through the motions with the different characters and there are some some deja vu moments where I mean you'll you'll be walking through a scene that you experienced with another character, but there's just like so many like little things that come up by playing the the different characters like some people know some. Like, just a small little detail that, like, somebody else doesn't know. And it's just, like... Like, there are points where you play as one character and you learn something from that character that just connects, like, so many different things. And then you're like, holy crap. <laughs> like, that's what's happening.
0: Now. Yeah. Gotcha. Who's your favorite of the... Or give me your top two of the protagonists.
1: Um... I think I like um, I'm trying to remember all of their names. Um, it's, it's
0: one of the things, dude, it's really hard to keep track of everybody's names because they all are on a first name or last name basis. So, you know, they got the in Japan, if you're not very familiar with someone, you're calling them by their last name. And mm-hmm. it's just a lot, man. Like, I, there's been times where I'm like, I really liked,
1: um, like, like Tomi tomi kisaragi i think she was a pretty good character that i liked liked her storyline um i I really like the storylines of the guys who came from 1975 or 1945 um i thought those were really interesting blonde guy that has like the two-letter first name no so no he didn't come from the past he came from the
0: future (laughs) oh he did see look at me screwing up my timelines (laughs) A a, a A Sekiguhara. Uh, I really like Natsuna, and I want to get back to her story with the robot, but I can't yet.
1: Yeah, hers is, hers is pretty good. Um, hers kind of goes like all over the place. Um, she she has like a lot to do with kind of the the collective
0: like narrative of like everybody coming back together. Yeah, well, that's what I'm waiting for. Uh them getting to that moment where they realize what the hell's going on so I can start understanding what's going on. Um So I'm definitely going to stick with it, play it uh, you know, a few hours a week, and stick it out. Uh, but glad you really liked it. And it's called 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim, if anybody... Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm looking that. forward to uh you finishing that because I would love to talk all spoil-
0: spoilery about it. Okay, well... Good to know. Um or Kenny, did you wanna talk about any games besides Persona this week?
2: No, no, no. Actually, um Persona has been really just a big focus. I feel like I'm in a video game slight slight video game droughts. There's like so many things for me to play and I need to just focus on one. And I think Persona Five Strikers arrived at the perfect time. Lets me align myself focus. And just strike head on on one game, and then maybe like that, I'll pick up pace again with other games. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, I know the feeling of sort of feeling in a in a funk. You got a few things on your plate, you don't know where to start, uh, and then you w- once you get something that you're really into, then it's a it's a good feeling.
3: So.
0: Yeah, I've definitely been
1: feeling that as well since I finished Thirteen Sentinels. I ended up just going back. I, I last night I ended up doing a, a Hades run because I was just like, hey, I haven't played Hades in a while, um, and I actually beat it. Like the one run that I had sat down and did, I was like sick. Wow. <laughs> Still got just, it.
3: Yeah, well, that's a good use.
1: Um And then I ended up playing that game that Anthony made a couple videos for. Uh, luck be a landlord on Steam.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah that was luck pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So if you want to watch, so did you? Do you both have a video up now? No, just Anthony has a couple of videos of Anthony. There. It's on it's on the YouTube channel. It's uh slots roguelike. Is <laughs> is it worth it definitely you, I know Anthony demo, talked about download, it last week, but
3: download the demo. It's it's fun. It's demos free, you're not gonna lose anything. Uh it's only ten bucks for the floor version, which just adds so much more. And it's it's just it's interesting. It's fun to play like with a friend too. Like uh you'll see in the video it's just my buddy Stu who was there and showed it to me. It's just, it's fun because he knew what was going on and I was just going into a blind.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's kind of just like a mindless game that it is pretty RNG for the most part. Um, is it worth $10 for the early access game? I don't know, but whatever. Uh, I think, I think it would make a a really great mobile game. Um, I'm kind of curious as to like why it wasn't made as a mobile game to begin
0: with.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Or ported yet.
0: Or switch game yeah speaking of mobile and switch games i'm still playing grindstone for like an hour every night i'm on level 150 something and i think there's only like or maybe 140 something i think that there's 160 main levels from what i've heard so i'm getting pretty close to the end of that
3: you were killing it
0: yeah i'll still have the daily challenges that i can go back to because the thought of not having that game anymore makes me sad just because it's been such a part of my routine for like a month and a half now. Uh, and I just can't get enough of it. Uh, and it, it, I've, I, it, it's been a long time since I've been into a game's meta like that, where I'm really just...
3: Into it hardcore. Like, so yeah. gross.
0: Where I see... I see all the monsters appear on the screen and like my eyes instantly start making the connections on what combos I want to start and what I want to save to build up a bit, a bigger one next turn. And it's, it's nice to have the feeling of like, yeah, I'm really damn good at this game.
1: Oh
0: yeah. 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 Um, so Anthony, I know that, uh, you probably playing three or four different Game Boy Advance games through your emulators or any, any big ones you want to talk about this week.
3: Yeah, I got a couple. I started uh, I was talking to you guys about it. I ended up after the Nintendo Direct last week. I ended up actually going and playing a lot of Splatoon 2 this week. Right. Going back and playing that. So that was it. Was it's fun? It was. Uh, I didn't really get you know it, too too engrossed with it, but there was a solid couple days where I was just playing it nonstop. And multiplayer is a lot of fun. It's very oddly satisfying to just cover everything in ink, just get everything all
0: goopy. Were you playing multiplayer primarily?
3: Yep. Yeah, multiplayer. I did a little, a couple of modes in single player, but I felt like I was getting more enjoyment out of the multiplayer because there's the turf war that you can mainly do for multiplayer. There's ranked matches, which have different objectives. I think I only played that once and ended up timing out on the connection, so I didn't even get to finish that game. But the turf war is really fun. are so many different weapons and new weapons unlock every level that you level up. Um, there's always new clothes to buy, usually in the store that. Uh, I don't know if they refresh daily or with your level, but they give you different perks during battle and different abilities. There's, uh, like, a almost the best way I can kind of compare it to is, like, a horde mode from Gears of War. It's called Salmon Run, where there's three different rounds, and every round you're timed, and by the time limit, you have to get a certain amount of golden eggs that these salmon guys are dropping. And it's just, you know, like, kind of different size battlefields that'll vary, and uh, you're just going to get waves of enemies that come and bosses, and once you kill the boss, hopefully they'll drop eggs, and everybody on your squad has to grab an egg, throw it in the basket. But if everybody gets, uh, everybody in your squad, there's only four people per squad. If everybody gets killed, then it's just game over right there.
0: So, it seems like it's still a pretty active community.
3: Yeah, I didn't have to wait long for matches at all. I was in, like, every match is two minutes for Turf War, and I was in there, like, I don't know if I could get, you know, I didn't have to wait more than maybe half a minute for
0: Q. So when was the direct? It was the day after the podcast last week, right?
3: Yes, the Wednesday.
0: I think that's right. So we got our first look at Splatoon Three. What did you think of that trailer? It was pretty uh pretty odd. It started off like a minute of like
1: Yeah. And like, at first I thought I was gonna like I knew it was Splatoon. I thought it was gonna be some like Splatoon like RPG yeah. or something yeah. like that. And I was that's like, right. huh. Yeah. But then I just they introduced Splatoon Three and I was like, oh
0: okay
3: yeah it's like okay cool the post-apocalyptic setting yeah that's weird because it starts out in like a post-apocalyptic like wasteland desert and you just i guess is
0: where splatoon actually takes place is what i've I've been hearing really yeah it's like a post-human society
3: yeah they they do a real job of covering that up in two because in two it's like a very widely there's no humans but it's like everything's very lived in like all the little animals and like squids and the octopuses there's like malls and Uh, like stage concerts like downtown areas
2: yeah from my understanding actually is that the big thing about how they treated that you know the reveal was because um the direction of the backs of the the story overarching story of splatoon has been like you know kind of in a way decided by by almost votes by by the by the fans you know by the audience by everybody that's that's been picking up the game, playing it faithfully, and been backing it. So I think that was their way of being like, "Well, you guys did, decided the direction, and this is where it's going." You know. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not too much versed into the game, but from everything I was I was reading and seeing and hearing is that people people made this choice, and it was something they there was a choice to be made, and this is what's how it's affected the Splatoon world heading into part three. You know. It's pretty cool how they did that. Um, yeah.
0: So, the the direct was six days ago. A lot of people have forgotten it by now, or you know, it's it's old news. So I didn't put much of it in the outline or any of it at all. Um, was there anything notable from it that you guys thought was like a big surprise or something you were really disappointed about or happy about?
1: Uh, nothing that really like the only real thing that like caught my attention. I mean, isn't gonna coming out until next year um i may mean, i still actually do probably want to download the demo but the that working title of um
0: triangle strategy? project
1: project tri- triangle or whatever it's the called
0: triangle strategy, triangle strategy. <laughs> yeah from look... the octopath traveler folks yeah, yeah square that yeah that looked pretty cool so that demo is out is available now
1: yeah that's what it sounded I'm pretty sure that's what they said um, is that they were asking people to play the demo and then they were going to send a survey out or something like that to get feedback
0: seeing that on this Eurogamer article right here Uh, the big kind of wait one more thing (laughs) they had Anuma the producer of the Breath of the Wild games come out and first thing he says which I thought I cracked up was hey you probably saw me and thought you were going to get more Breath of the Wild too. nope (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, The first thing is like, hey, yeah, you, I really hope a lot of you are probably thinking that, but sorry.
0: And so what we did get was a reveal of Skyward Sword, the Wii Legend of Zelda game, or is it Wii? Yeah, it is Wii. And uh it's going to have optional motion controls. You can use the C or the C stick, the the right joystick for uh slashing the sword if you don't want to use motion controls, which is of course, they had to implement that with the Switch light and just people's preferences. Uh, do you guys have any f- familiarity with this one?
3: I put it down after the first dungeon. I didn't even get through the first dungeon. I got through like the prologue and then halfway through the first, like, actual, like, the forest temple. I was like, no. Yeah,
1: I, I actually did, did play it on Wii. It's, like, one of the few, like, Wii games that I actually had. Um, I can't remember how far I actually got through it, though.
0: Um i hear that it's it has been a so really boring beginning
3: yeah it does it's it's a lot of collecting that's a lot of running around you have to douse for zelda like four or five times you just use your sword and like point it was just very and then the i'm just bad too with the Wii motion plus like okay you gotta slash this guy a certain way
0: well i wonder if they're going to make any quality of life improvements like they did to wind waker you know when they Got streamlined it. that quest at the end I think they got to do something because that seems to be the general consensus. Is this is one of the lesser 3D Zelda games, even though it reviewed very well, as Zelda games always mm-hmm. do when it came out. Uh, in hindsight, a lot of folks think it's, you know, definitely not up there with Twilight Princess or Wind Waker. Of course, I'm, I'm certain... very
3: excited for this version.
0: You're excited for it, even though you didn't like it.
3: Mm-hmm. I really want to give it another shot. I've been wanting to give it another shot for a long time, but I knew I was hoping it would come to the Switch, and I'm really stoked to. Get my grubby little mitts on it once it comes out.
0: Yeah, I would have preferred uh, a Wind Waker Twilight Princess duo. Um, I've never—I I didn't get too far in Twilight Princess, so that's one I've been wanting to revisit. And I've got it on GameCube, and I have three GameCubes, so I yeah. should <laughs> play
3: it. those bad boys up. I think GameCube's probably the best way to play it, or a Wii if you have a Wii.
0: I have a Wii U. Um, that same thing. Yeah word so i guess uh the more recent thing that's been happening and uh it's that's been a couple days gone by as well but is blizzcon 2021 the you know digital edition of course so we got a whole slew of announcements slash details on their upcoming and current projects uh and i think each of you is into one of their franchises and i'm wondering what you thought specifically about each of these um before we get into that though couple other announcements uh the blizzard arcane collection featuring the three games the lost vikings rock and roll racing and blackthorn are coming out uh this is sort of pre diablo pre starcraft blizzards any of you guys play these uh
3: no before
0: blackthorn Blackthorn i've heard of that's the only one I've, i've heard of um watching the trailer it's a fantastic trailer uh it's Twenty bucks has all three games, all sorts of behind the scenes stuff. You can play two different versions of the of each of the games, and sort of a cool time capsule thing. Um, and I guess there's some WoW news. We got Shadow Shadowlands Chain of Dominion patch for the modern World of Warcraft, and the Burning Crusade expansion for World of Warcraft Classic. Kenny. Either
2: of these gonna get you back in? Um, yes, yes, definitely. Because I I just keep hearing from everybody just how good Shadowlands is. Yeah. Um, and it's been it's been there, and I you know I got my subscription up. I've been playing here and there, just dabbling. I just haven't picked up the new expansion. Um, and also I honestly because I was never I never got into WoW in vanilla, right? So I wasn't all that crazy about jumping back into WoW classic vanilla. But Burning Crusade is exactly the where I jumped in. Well yeah. So you know? that would probably have some major nostalgia for you. That one definitely would. Um so I was like, oh wow, you know, I saw that and I was like, ooh, this this could be an entry point for me in the classic feeling, you know? Um, jumping back in around Burning Crusade before the Wrath of the Lynch King and all that good stuff. So
3: are they just redoing it then? They're like re they're doing vanilla into like how it used to be then pretty much?
0: Yep. is that exactly. wild? They're literally like reliving a, yeah. live, a live game's life cycle twenty years, fifteen that's years crazy. later. That blows my mind. Like, yeah. is that what they're gonna do for Destiny? You know, that, that would be so great if they yeah. did it for all these games.
2: <laughs> like, like you know, if you have your hardcore fans, man. That's yeah. what it is because there's a, such a such a big percentage of the WoW fandom and WoW WoW like hardcore elitists, right? Yeah. Oh my, so that, that miss that you know vanilla and burning crusades wow you know a big
3: part of their life too i'm sure yeah (laughs) so long
2: because you know you get some people that complained about wrath of the lich king and every and every one of them afterwards but it was like the heyday like the the golden the golden era the Mm gold era of just burning crusade and vanilla so burning crusade was the first major expansion yes cool
0: well, that sounds neat. And yeah, I think it'd be cool if twenty years from now
2: it's like Fortnite season one, y'all.
0: Here we go.
3: <laughs>
0: Speaking <laughs> of what did you get
2: that Ryu, Kenny? No, I have not. I have not. I've been trying to avoid jumping on and spending <laughs> that money. So yeah, Ryu is now a skin in Fortnite. I've been seeing some
0: funny gifts of him with a chain gun and stuff like that. So <laughs> um so some other stuff coming out of BlizzCon. We got uh a look at the rogue class in Diablo 4 and some nice gameplay after the cinematic. Did you guys check that out?
3: Mm-hmm. Not yet.
0: I think the game's looking really good. Oh, you did, Tyler? Yeah, I saw the Diablo 4 cinematic. I'm really looking forward to this one. I, I know it's not coming out in 2021, so I got one booted off my... What's our uh, game thing called? Our game Fan, fan
2: Critic? <laughs> yeah. fan
0: so It's a big fat zero for me, but I'm thinking hey, it's... I got one of those. Looks really good. They've certainly hearkening back to the darker tone of the earlier Diablo games. The combat looks a little crunchier. You you know, it's not. They got to a point in three where you could not possibly have any more enemies on the screen. It just got to be too chaotic. And it was just like, (laughs) how are they going to top? Like, you can't. you, You had to go back to basics. You couldn't just keep expanding on that craziness of three. So, not only did we get a look at four we got to look at Diablo 2 Resurrected, um, which is just a full-on remake of Diablo 2 for its 20th anniversary, one that I uh, never played. You know, I'm not a PC guy, but I'm looking forward to giving this one a shot. And it's got that neat feature, I believe, that the Halo Anniversary Collection has where you can just hit a button and toggle between the new and old graphics. Um, you guys excited by Diablo 2 Resurrected?
2: I actually am. I actually am. Yeah, I, mean, I'm, I'm, I just want to give it a shot. you get so many people talking about how how like much of a perfection was Diablo 2. Like you get people talking in like high standards of it. So I would not uh, it's a game I've never given a shot to because, you know, wasn't a game I even knew about, right? Prior when it first released, but I definitely give it a shot. Mm-hmm. It's so one of those ones that I'd hear
0: about in middle school and think, "Ooh, that sounds so good," but <laughs> I don't know. I, the, the 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 whole devil thing, being a good church boy, yeah, boy was scary, spooky, it scared, scared <laughs> me away.
3: It's like hot topic for me, and then I grew up, and I was like, "Man, I love emo girls." <laughs> um,
0: and this one, Anthony, I want to hear about from you. Hearthstone is getting a new Warcraft themed expansion called Ooh, Forged in yeah. the Barrens.
3: Uh, I wish I was still as into it. Just keeping up with that meta is just so expensive.
0: It is. So it's so expensive, gotta, expensive and difficult. Mm-hmm. Is it? So, uh, this is going to have 135 new cards and a new mercenaries mode, which the team is not saying is not shy about saying that it's influenced by Slay the Spire.
3: That's so. it. That'll be cool. That'll be. I like their mm-hmm. their new modes that they've been introducing. Like the uh, the battlegrounds is awesome. That's a lot of fun. Where everybody picks, it's like an auto chess kind of thing. Everybody picks from the same pool.
2: That mercenary, that mercenaries mode might get me in there. Yeah, that's, I'm done to, try it. to I know that I'm, we, our crew has sort of a thing for these things. I know. I, right. I, I haven't, I haven't played Hearthstone since I beat Anthony.
3: Yeah, so. you crushed me. When you out, you, you I was like, Kenny, let's for Let's have a cool friendly match. Yeah, Diablo Stone, Hearthstone with Blizzard. You're just like, yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You never yeah, you know, know. You never have a cat, fun little casual match. <laughs> no, I learned that the hard way. I'm sure
3: I want to play the vampires and just go fucking kill Anthony when he's just trying to mine gold.
0: Um, okay, so that's the Hearthstone stuff. Which, as someone that's never played it, that Mercenaries mode is certainly intriguing and just you know I like the art from what I've seen and it's fun. Oh. I just
3: wish buying packs wasn't expensive is it so
0: if you were to jump in and to be okay would you have to spend money
3: if you want to play okay like ranked yeah
0: if if you you want want to play ranked okay is the pve any good
3: uh, it depends on the mode depends on the mode that's available they have a lot of single player um that was another thing too at least what i played it's been a while i don't know if things have changed but the single-player mode adventures. They would usually release the first chapter of them. It was usually like four or five parts. Mm-hmm. But they'd release the first chapter free or the first part of it for free, and then you yep. have to buy the rest of the chapters with real money. Then,
2: then it would through. be fifteen dollars to buy the rest of the chapters. Yeah. I, I was there with you, Anthony. I was. I was. That was what my 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 high will, Hearthstone. Yep. I was <laughs> like, ah, I want to. I want to play. I want those cards. You know, yeah, you can get the new cards if you bought the expansion and played through it.
3: You would, uh, you know, on top of the packs, you'd also get the story cards, which are usually pretty good.
0: Yep. And this next one's up Tyler's alley, Overwatch 2. Got a whole lot of details, um, and, uh, information about the single player mode, about the hero missions, which are sort of repeatable objective based PVE modes. It seems like, Mm -hmm. Uh, We've got to look at some new maps that are coming to base Overwatch, which I guess is still technically going to be part of Overwatch 2, which still confuses me, but starting to make a little right. more sense in my head. Um, was there anything uh, that stuck out to you here, Tyler? And like, does, um, does make you like,
1: yeah. yeah, I was just recently looking at the, the list of things that were announced. I mean, the new maps are cool. Um, seems like there may be some PvP changes. Um, so it looks like they may be doing a departure from, uh, how the current PvP, um, operates. Um, I know they, looking at this list right now, looks like they are going to introduce, uh, like, role passives that increase, like, the entire group of characters on, the, on a team, um, for certain characters.
0: Um, yeah, Seems it looks like they're, like they're a little better at up-close melee combat. Yeah, uh, yeah, so it looks like
1: they have a number of things that they're thinking about introducing. I mean, nothing's set in stone yet. Um, but I, I would be interested in just like seeing how that impacts the game. Um, and I think this will be something that I'll be jumping back into once it's released, or if there is a beta, I'll probably be jumping into that.
0: Yeah, then... as, as a mainly single-player-focused gamer, I, I'm into a more story-focused and well, you know, it's still the PvP is going to be there. But even having a story-focused mode to get to know these characters a little bit better, who they spilt, spent all this time and money putting into these animated shorts, and uh... yeah, the the hero oh, missions
1: funny. look really cool. So they have the hero missions as well as the as campaign as a campaign or in addition to a campaign. Like the hero yeah. missions sound like they're it says they're co-op uh, modes. So that you can play those with friends, and it looks like the heroes now ha- are going to have like a progression bar, so that you're like unlocking things as you're playing as them in in PVP and PVE and everything.
0: Yep. That's pretty yeah, cool. so that's pretty cool. Definitely seems like a big expansion on the original. I still, and a little, I guess there's the the multiplayer is just going to be the same across the board. So if if it's still going to be compatible with the first game and they don't want to get rid of any characters. I just wonder if, like, the day Overwatch 2 comes out, are they going to do a major overhaul on the multiplayer? Is it, like, uh, Overwatch version 5.0 comes to Overwatch 1? It's just going to be interesting. I don't know yeah. if there's ever been there. Um
1: I imagine that they'll probably... I think there will still be two modes. They'll probably have, like, an Overwatch classic, and then they'll have, like, Overwatch 2 or something like that. Um mm-hmm. And I think you might be able to just kind of, like, toggle and be, like, different game modes, whereas they might make the main... Maybe they have two different types of competitive modes, like Overwatch Classic and then New Overwatch or something. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, that's good. See that. Hypothesis sounds, sounds practical. Uh, let's see, what else we got? Anything worth mentioning from BlizzCon? There were more, but I didn't put them in the outline, so
2: that's about it.
3: If you want it, you can check out
1: it
2: out at blizzard.com. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I didn't, you know, Sam, when you mentioned that, you know, you had drafted uh, Diablo 4, I went and take a look. And because I was like, wait a second, I felt like more another game kind of dropped off the list for some people. And I was right. And, you know, as a quick little update for everybody, you know, I know... You, who those that might have watched this draft, right? Anthony's still in the lead with 29 fa- total fantasy points because, of course, he picked up two bombs, right, with him and 3 and Little Nightmares 2. Yeah, Wiley did pretty good with, with drafting Cyber Shadow. Of course, Tyler hasn't lost anything other than Hogwarts Legacy. Last time we checked, his next upcoming game, though, is It Takes Two, releasing in March. So we'll see what he gets then. That's gonna be a ninety
1: something. I'm calling. Oh, so, oh he, he's out
2: here. He's claiming ninety something. I'm sitting with a sitting with a measly five points with the medium. So I'll I'll be ha- I'll take it. I'm happy with it. You know. So the medium um, got an eighty. Is that what that means? No, they got a seventy five in, uh, in open critic. Um, yeah. Wiley, you actually have two games off your board. You have Diablo four, and you also have to Grand Turismo seven not releasing this year, dude. Why did I pick those games, man? Um, <laughs> also, a- Mr. Lightman gets Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 knocked off of his board because they actually just dropped um, their partner developer that was helping to develop the game. <laughs> so they're, they're going right back to the, to the drawing board. So that's not releasing this year. Um, so that is a nice little quick update of our Fantasy Critic. As as I would say, the surprising lead with Anthony definitely caught me off guard. Was not expecting it. Wow. Wow. I we, <laughs> we were wrong to doubt him.
0: Wrong no. to doubt him. Did I see? Yeah, you, I was like, you picked Monster Hunter Rise as your first game, and then no. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> see, you oh my god.
1: You after after seeing um, like the more and more I look at Monster Hunter Rise, I think that's going to be
2: a a, a a ninety plus game. Yeah. That's gonna be a ninety plus, 90 plus game. Pretty rare, man. I don't know. Um, and then I actually think I saw when we with the Nintendo Direct we saw more of No More Heroes three. I think that's gonna be in the in, the in the high eighties. You I know, I don't know about that, but <laughs> oh yeah, I, I definitely think that one's gonna be high eighties. I
1: don't know. That game looks so weird. <laughs> <Just What? laughs> I'm
3: gonna I'm about to make a whole series on those, man, just for you. Those games are
0: those games are. Uh,
1: I, I watched you stream some of some of it. It just looks—I don't
0: know. It just—it's yeah, too, too much. Too, it's too much to yeah. for Tyler. Um, you know it's weird.
3: It's okay to be weird. I'm not saying it's not weird. It's definitely very weird, but
2: it's—it's—it's—you
3: it's, it's, know. Look at what look at what I'm doing with my hands. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, All right, that Kenny. is the update.
0: Wrap us up for the Wrap update, up. Kenny. Um. I think that's going to do it for episode 92 of the Level with You show. If you're watching or listening, thank you so much, and all the things I said at the beginning of the episode again.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just write it back.
0: Yep. Um. We'll see everybody next week. Yeah. Nice right. See ya.